0: And you're very welcome back to Wednesday's Morning Focus, where it is time for some much-needed financial advice. And here to give it to us is Tommy Corbett from Kerry Corbett Financial Solutions. Tommy, how are things? Morning, Alan. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Um, last time you were in, we were talking about getting mortgage ready, and um, uh, there's quite a lot in that. So um, we're going to continue with Part 2. So um, tell us what we can expect within Part 2. Yes, yeah, just, I suppose we'll have
1: a look at some of the uh, support schemes available to um, home buyers, whether it's kind of first-time buyers, um, mainly aimed at first-time buyers, but there are other kind of schemes available maybe for older people and for maybe people with maybe physical impairments and that kind of thing. We'll also look at maybe investor mortgages, you know, should you maybe consider buying a property for investment purposes, and then maybe look at switching as well.
0: Okay, um, so in terms of the main support schemes available to home buyers, uh, you want to begin with the Local Authority Affordable Purchase Scheme. Yeah, so that's a scheme
1: run by the uh, local authority where the local authority owned the house. Um, and they basically sell it at a discounted price, and there are certain terms and conditions you must, um, I suppose, adhere to in order to be able to be eligible in order to avail of the uh, affordable house scheme. You must be a first-time buyer or a fresh starter. A fresh starter is someone that may have gone through divorce or a legal separation, and basically is deemed, you know, similar to a first-time buyer for um, a lot of these uh, schemes, and it is for the local authority affordable purchase scheme. Um, Yeah, you must fulfil the criteria. Um, You can buy out the local authority portion at any time. So, for instance, if the market value of the house is 230000 and the local authority sell it, to you for two hundred thousand, that thirty thousand can be bought out from the local authority at the time. If if you, for instance, if you may get a pay rise and you may be able to remortgage and that kind of thing, yeah. so it can be done at any any stage. There are criteria in relation to income. Um, again, you probably need to look it up. It's a little bit complicated. So. The maximum you can go for is four times your income. So, for instance, if your income is 50,000, four times that is 200,000, and that has to be less than 86% of the o- open market value of the property. So, there's a mouthful there. It does <laughs> yeah, like people a are bit,
0: at home with their calculators yeah. going, oh, I can't keep up. <laughs> yeah,
1: so it is a little bit complicated. But again, what I would do is maybe look it up online. Yeah.
0: Okay, and um, look, there's a number of other schemes. You might quickly take us through those as well. Yeah, the
1: first home scheme is basically like a shared equity so it's basically where you can, you have mortgage approval or you get mortgage approval for a certain amount, you have your deposit and you're just a little bit short and you can get up to 30% from the government. Um, again, you can pay that off at any stage. So what happens is you don't. there's no levy on it for years one to five after that. There's a levy, I think, of around 1.75% on what the government give you. So, mm. for instance, if the government give you 30 grand, it's 1.5% on that. So it's like in, an interest-only loan after five years and it goes up after 10 years and it goes up after 30 Thirty, years. but again, you can pay that uh, out at any stage. You must be a first-time buyer again, or a first starter, uh, and you must obviously live in the live in the uh, property, and it must be a new home, or it's a new new home, or you must be building a new home. Okay. Um, one exemption to that is if you're renting the property. So if you're renting the property, you're 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 living there currently and paying rent it may be a second-hand property and at that stage you, you, you are eligible then to apply for the first home scheme okay. through that. Uh, local authority home loan scheme, that's basically a loan from the local authority. Um, you must have been refused um, a mortgage by at least two lenders. Um, maximum loan in County Clare is 225000 Um so basically the the rates aren't cheaper really than, than what you get um from a bank, but it is for those that are maybe finding it difficulty for you know, for certain reasons as to you know or sorry, they can't get a a, a loan from maybe a bank, maybe they have impaired credit history and and that kind of thing. No, impaired credit history will be looked at from the local authorities' point of view, but they're probably a little bit more flexible than the than the main
0: banks would be. Okay. Uh, any other schemes that people should be aware of for moving um, on? Um just
1: in, in relation to things like renovations and improvements, um, again there are certain grants you know for bringing your properties up to maybe certain standards as far as heating is concerned and, and insulation is concerned, again for those maybe with uh, physical impairments there's grants for that, um, for those uh, elderly um, and with disabilities there are certain grants there again, you need to look them up online and, and, and if they're suitable maybe look at, look at um, applying
0: for them Okay, we'll move on to investor mortgages, uh, tell us more about them How do you qualify? And is it a good idea to try and get an investor mortgage? Yeah,
1: so is it a good idea? I suppose, first of all, that's the question that I'm asked at least once or twice a month. You know, people come in, and say, listen, I'm thinking about buying a second property. Is it a good idea? And it's a great idea if it works out. (laughs) What I always tell people is, listen, um, when you buy a second property to rent out, it's a long-term illiquid investment. So what that means, you need to look at 10, 15, 20 years of a time period, okay? So the days really of buying it, this year and flipping it next year, you're, that's a huge risk, you don't know what's going to happen. You have to, to be, be for the long risk. haul or the it's, relatively yeah, long yeah, haul. Yeah, and it's illiquid. In other words, you cannot turn it into cash very easily, mm-hmm. even if there's a buoyant uh, property market there like there is at the moment, it'll still take, you know, three to six months at least before you can turn it into cash, so it's illiquid. And if the property market softens, it could be a lot longer before you can turn it into cash, you know. So just bear that in mind. Again, if you get the right tenants, you buy in the right area. It's a great investment, you know, but there are tax implications, you know, you have to pay uh, tax on the rent that you receive up to 40% plus USC, uh, etc. So it's, it's not as simple as, as, as people sometimes make it out to be. So you need to go in with your eyes open. If you do, I have no problem. You know, as part of an overall portfolio to buy, you know, um, a second property To rent out as an investment, as an overall portfolio. But
0: would I be telling people to put all their eggs in one basket? No, I wouldn't. Okay, it sounds like a mixture of do as much homework as possible beforehand and maybe purchase a crystal ball as well.
1: Yeah, and just in relation to how do you qualify? Again, the banks will generally look at what rental you can expect, all right, and they will base what they'll lend you. off that, rather okay. than your income, so you could actually very you could have a very low income, um, but your rental income that you can expect from the property could be quite high. One other thing, generally speaking, you'd have to come up with a deposit of about 30 to 40% for buy to lets.
0: Okay, uh, we'll finish with mortgage switching. I'm sure plenty of people are thinking about doing this, but why should they, and is there much involved in it?
1: Yeah, so why should they? Well. I suppose over the last number of years we've seen interest rates increase quite a bit, particularly for those that are on track rates. But some people have been very lucky in that they may have fixed maybe a couple of years ago. But if they have fixed for maybe two years, a couple of years ago, they're now coming out into a higher interest rate environment. And it it is very valuable um, for them to actually go and look you know, at the option of switching. And there are huge uh, huge differences in rates, but even small differences will make a huge difference. So I looked at uh, some figures there this morning. For instance, if you had a mortgage of 200,000, 25 years remaining, current rate of 4.95%, which would be kind of the norm, uh, monthly repayment of about... 1,163 euros a month you could switch that to a four year fix today at 4.1% and it doesn't sound a huge difference you know when you look at the percentages percentages. but the overall savings on a year by year basis is nearly 1,200 a year you know so and that's, that's not to be sniffed at again then if for instance you had you know a high energy rated house or property you could probably look at a, a a better rate of around 3.65% and the monthly payments would come down to 1017 and you're looking at almost 1800 a uh, year in savings. so the savings by switching are quite substantial um what's what does it involve it really involves it's it's a whole new uh, mortgage uh, application but again, take advice, maybe look at what what's enough from your own bank and maybe talk to your local uh, mortgage broker then at that stage and he or she will be able to compare rates across
0: the market. Okay, I know a good one you could contact. Tommy Corbett from Kerry Corbett Financial <laughs> Solutions. <laughs> yeah. Tommy, thank you very much. Thanks for yeah. that. If you ever have any questions for Tommy, do send them into to us on 086 1800 964.